Philadelphia! Welcome to Oi in Philly Sports. I am your host, El Parcero Philly, the uniter of all things sports and culture here in the beautiful city of Philadelphia. I just want to welcome everyone that is on here today. Whether you're coming from YouTube, Twitter, tic, uh, Twitch, or TikTok, thank you so much for tuning on in. Truly means the world to me. This is your show for everything Philly sports, the interactive show, the freshest takes. It, it, it's, it's all here for you. This is your home. This is your place. For all things Philly sports, all my Philly sports fans. Hey, listen, if you are a sports fan as well, listen, you, we can talk here as well. I, I, I'm down to chop it up, whatever it is. You, you want to talk some bowling? You can teach me. Let's talk some freaking bowling. I'm, I'm ready to get it all across. Let's talk about it all. I'm definitely in for it. Kata Ha checking on in from his class. Kata, make sure you're paying attention, man. I need you to get them straight A's, bro. <laughs> what's up, Danny Plays? How you doing, my man? Noah Kane, what's going on? Danny, we just started the show, bro. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Rookies, bro. Let's go fly. That's right. I'm I'm juice, guys. I am freaking juice. I'm ready for tonight, man. I am ready. Hey, that is right. What that thank you, Snow Time. I appreciate that. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I miss you too, Kyle. I miss you too. I'm gonna see you on Saturday, though. No worries, no, no worries. We'll, we'll be here, we'll be here for a while. No worries. No worries, Danny. It's all good, man. It's just you know, some some of y'all get a little too excited with those links, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh for me right now, guys, I'm I'm, I'm an eligible bachelor uh for the week. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke I've been making. Uh, my girlfriend has left me. Yes, she has left me for the week. Um, she went down to uh, her her best friend is moving to Austin, Texas. So right now they're taking a little road trip to Texas, helping her friend move in. So she's she's heading down to Texas for the first time. She's sending. She's actually sending over an Austin FC fan to Austin. <laughs> uh, it's a joke between between uh, me, me, my girl, and her best friend. She's moving to Austin, and I keep telling her about the Austin FC team that's down there. And uh, she wants to check it out. She's already seen the stadium. She's in love. So a uh, little inside joke, but uh, it's all good. So uh, for right now, I, it's it's just me and my girl's brother. Uh, it, it's it's like it's it's like the uh, it's like a frat house over here. Uh, we got our dog who I've been I've been dog sitting all morning. Uh, my dog won't stop uh, pooping his his uh, pants. I mean, obviously, you know, he's not wearing pants, so. It's it's just a joke, but um, he's not feeling really well. We believe that he got him he got into something. He got into some trash, and he's got a very sensitive stomach. So right now we're we're keeping an eye. I, I just checked before I still got hopped on here. He's at the gym right now, um, so we're keeping an eye on his belly because he's not doing so well. So everyone keep tank tank's belly in your prayers. Uh, we don't need uh, him to to be pooping anymore. <laughs> I'm done cleaning up poop. I've cleaned up enough poop for the day, and that's enough poop talk, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's let's look at our our, our Philly sports, shall we? So obviously, last night we had a double header. Um, the Sixers. Let's start with the Sixers. Uh, I'll be look. I'll be completely honest with you guys right off the bat. So the Sixers faced off against the Suns last night, and heading into that game, I really had no confidence against for the Sixers. Uh, we all remember what happened on Monday night. Steph Curry looked like retro Steph Curry, like we're talking early 2010 Steph Curry, and he he was Chef Chef Curry with the pop boy. He was dishing us. He was working us. Dropped 49 points against uh, against us, and it was just a bad night. We did have Seth Curry. Uh, but no Toby, no Ben, and we still lost that game. Joel dropped like 28 points, and yet we still lost to Steph Curry's Golden State Warriors. So we had into Wednesday's game, right? You're, you're facing off against the first-place team in the Western Conference in the Phoenix Suns. This Phoenix Suns team was no joke. I really did not feel comfortable at all facing off against the Suns team. I really thought we were going to lose. It would have been an ugly loss. You're talking no Ben Simmons, no Tobias Harris, no Seth Curry, three of your five starters out against the first place team in the Western Conference. And my God, I really do have to give credit to the Sixers last night because even without those three key starters, um, 
the Sixers still played pretty damn well. And the Suns also did their thing too, but there were some things uh, you know, that, that really caught my eye. Obviously, Joel Embiid, it's no surprise. My man dropped 38 points. He had 17 boards, four assists, uh, one block. He did have eight turnovers. That's that's definitely something that we don't like to see in 32 minutes. Uh that that we we know that. We know what what, what Joe does. Uh, Danny Green dropped 18 points. He was four of seven from a three-point line. That's really the stat you want to look at when you talk about Danny Green because he's really one of those guys that is going to contribute as far as the shooting goes for this Philadelphia 76ers team. We know that we know how this team is set up. It's predicated on that spacing that the the two, the three, and the four positions create to to be able to allow Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid to play their game. So Danny Green did his did his job in my honest opinion last night with those four uh, four threes. He he finished with 18 points um, last. Night, uh, Maxi, Maxi with 14 points in 30. He got 31 minutes last night. Now here's a here's the thing. Um, George Hill also got a good amount of minutes. He had 30, 23 minutes in his second game with the Philadelphia 76ers. He looked a lot better. He looked a lot more comfortable. And it's clear as day with George Hill that. You know, he obviously lost a step. He's an older player. You know, he's in his 30s now. It's not the same George Hill like when he was with the Indiana Pacers. But the athleticism is still clearly there. He knows how to score a bucket as well, and I, it was clearly evident last night. And I felt really good going into the playoffs with him. But Tyrese Maxey really stepped up. Um, these two really got a lot of minutes because Shake Milton has been abysmal um, since he got injured. And we, we've talked about this before, but again, he, he put up a, another five spot. Like, we need more production from our man, Mr. Mr. Shake Milton. Five points coming off the bench, not going to cut it. And, 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 and last night... We needed him to step up. No Ben Simmons, no Seth Curry. Usually Doc likes to rock with Seth Curry as the starting point guard when Ben Simmons is out. You obviously can't do that. And he didn't probably and he really didn't want to start Tyrese Maxey um in that spot last night against the first place team in the West. So you're expecting a guy like Shake Milton, who has a critical role on this roster, to step it up, but he didn't. He, he flat out did it. 5'11", or sorry, 2 of 10 from the field, 1 of 4 from, from the three-point line. It is absolutely embarrassing. And now we're talking, we're at a place right now with Shake Milton that if he doesn't get his act together, he's going to lose minutes in the playoffs. He's about to lose his role with the Sixers. And it's crazy because literally before the season started, my girl's brother and I, and, and you guys, if you guys don't know my girl's brother, he's the, he's the bigger Sixers guy than myself, believe it or not. So we like to dish it. We like to talk Sixers all the time and Eagles too. And he, we literally were talking about the possibility of Shake Milton. We need to win with Shake Milton now because he's looking at a potential max deal coming soon. You see guys like Shake Milton constantly getting paid. And right now, Shake Milton doesn't look like he's about to get paid. He's looking like a one one way flight back to the G League, my guy. So we need Shake Millen to shake it up and get back to the Shake Millen that we all love. Um, and, and he and also too, I, I I think a lot of Shake Milton is a lot of mental. It's a lot of up here. It's it's not clicking up top right here right now for Shake Millen. You know when I see Shake Millen getting frustrated, bro, why are you getting that frustrated? That's not helping you. That's gonna. That's not gonna. It's that's detrimental. For you to ball out right now, my guy. So we need Shake Milton to get right in that mindset, get back to being that hungry Shake Milton, hustle out there. You know, when he was fighting to get into the NBA from the G League, that type of Shake Milton is what we are looking for and what we are talking about. So that definitely um, was disappointing to say the least um, by Shake Milton. Um, Dwight Howard, not much, uh, 15 uh, 15 minutes, but 
Um, overall, it, it was a solid. It was a solid job. Matisse Thibel did a really excellent job of defending Devin Booker. Now, Devin Booker, look, we all know what Devin Booker does, and with Chris Paul, with the with the Phoenix Suns, now it has really opened up a lot for De- for Devin Booker. It's taken a lot of pressure off Devin Booker. He's averaging around twenty five points this season, and last night, uh, Matisse Thibel, who had three blocks, all against him. And he, he he literally shut down uh, Devin Booker. 19 points. When you hold Devin Booker to 19 points, in my book, that is shutting down uh, Devin Booker. So good job by Matisse Thibault. We already know his defensive prowess. And we're going to need that se- that seven-foot wingspan. We is going to need that come playoff time, to say the least. Uh, you know, all the defensive stats he was, de- he was, uh, he was pre- uh, pre- uh, prevalent in, three boards, uh, two steals, three blocks. Like, come on, that's a Matisse Thibel score line. And he also added his three assists. So solid outing. Of course, everyone wants to talk about the ending of the game. Uh, so heartbreaking. Uh, it, it is going to go, go down as one of the best misses of all time. Joel Embiid, literally last second, Chris Paul foul shot, misses. Joel gets the board. Literally, uh, he gets the board and then just heaves it right away. Heaves it with one hand and it literally hits the backboard. Hits the it gets in the rim. It's literally through the ball is three quarters in the inside the net. It's ready to go down, but it just bounced right out. And it was so that's so heartbreaking. Uh, it was such a good effort, good performance by the Sixers last night. We talked about why that's so impressive with the with the circumstances that the Sixers were dealt with. And for that ball to just go in and out the way it did, oh, it, it, you feel for Joe. And then Joe just falls on the court, and he's just in disbelief. Can't believe what just happened. Uh, it, it, it was definitely heartbreaking. But it's all good. It's all good. You can't be you can't be mad at that performance last night. You flat out can't be mad at that performance last night. So Sixers lose 116-113. They're still half game up in the Eastern Conference standings. They still hold the first spot. So that's a good that's definitely good, man. That's that's definitely good news there, but um solid solid outing last night to say the least. Uh what do you guys got here? My Knicks are so- NYS Central. I I have a beef to pick with you. I have a bone to pick with with the Knicks. Why is it that the Knicks beat a Trey Young less Atlanta Hawks team, and and everyone in the world is ready to crown the the New York Knicks. Why is that? Listen, I give y'all kudos. I give y'all credit. It's great to see the Knicks back. It, it is. It is good for the NBA to see the Knicks back. Um, but my God, I'm not like. Why are we crowning the Knicks right now? Why is that? That's just that's just my bone to pick right now. I'm just saying. What's going on, Chase? How you doing, my boy? How you doing? Go, hey, we got the first go birds. Go birds. That's right. Uh, hey, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that, man. We're, we're trying here. Yesterday was a little tough, like I said, with the dog, my girl leaving for vacation. Um, and I, and yesterday, guys, I was absolutely, t- I, I was beyond tired. I had like eight hours of sleep in two days. Um, I got, I, I literally fell asleep at nine o'clock last night and slept all the way through till 4.30 in the morning. So, much needed sleep, guys. But I'm gonna I'm gonna get some more sleep tonight. Best believe. Um, but for sure, for sure. Um, uh, not single. Don't 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 tell my girl. She will not be mad at. She she'll be mad at that. We're not single, but we're definitely an eligible bachelor. Um, who can behave? We can easily behave. Uh, that's what sports are for. <laughs> Keep your mind off of it, right? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. uh, Chase. He's a little angry right now. He's actually barking downstairs. Um, he, uh, wow. He literally, you chase, you literally, wow. <laughs> chase, you literally just brought him into, into existence. Here he is guys. 
here's tech he's not happy right now he he's um so his uh his puppy brother actually um just passed away i don't really want to talk about it but um yeah so he lost him and he's been really emotional lately he doesn't like being alone so it's really tough when everyone's working and he just wants someone to cuddle up with him so he's been going through it lately, but uh, yeah, everyone say hi to Tank. He's he's good now. He just wanted some attention. He wanted he didn't want to be alone. So Chase, that's that's pretty impressive by you though. That was pretty impressive. You asked me if we could see the dog, and he literally just barges into this to the studio. Yes, this is the studio. <laughs> that's uh, good 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 by you, Chase. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool, man. That's right. We are back. Tank, if you're gonna if you're gonna be here, there's no there's no crying. He didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> only if Joel made that shot. Yes, only if Joel Embiid made that shot. Logan, what's going on, my man? How you doing? What's going on? What are the Broncos gonna do this in the draft, man? Um, did they just drop because they were first for up until up until yesterday at least? Um, obviously the the standings change frequently. I, the the Nets at any moment could take the first place away from us. Uh, but I mean, we, we have a computer in front of us. We can always check that out. I mean, we have handy dandy worldwide web, right? <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, I mean, still half Sixers up half game. Um, the East is wild though. The Knicks obviously took fourth place last last night. Good good win by the Knicks, I guess. Right? <laughs> Washington in a playoff spot. I want to see Washington in the playoffs, honestly, because um, Bradley Beal deserves that. And for all my Bulls fans, I'm sure I'm going to get a couple Bulls fans. Yikes. That's all I got to say. Yikes. Yikes. Wow. So the Jazz actually took uh, first place last night. Good by the Jazz. Interesting. Interesting. Good to know. Good to know. I'm incredibly hyped to boo Gonzalo. I hope you watch all the tape on Gonzalo. Danny, I pl I appreciate it. Yeah, we rock we're rocking the the man bun again. It's a little throwback. So if you guys followed me back in 2019 when I first started as El Parcero Philly, um, I I rocked the man bun here and there. Uh, the man bun was a little bit more in style. It's not really in style right now. I just I didn't feel like doing my hair. My hair's long enough now. My hair's long enough that I could put it up. Um, I, I feel girls like I feel my females out there. Like when you're tired, you don't feel like doing your hair. Just put that crap up. It's so much easier. I feel my my queens out there. <laughs> Ben Simmons. Oh, come on, Chase. This, this, we shouldn't even be discussing this, man. We should not be even discussing. I wish uh, Steph had a brother. Sometimes you don't. I've had girlfriends who've had shitty brothers. I'm blessed that uh, my girl's brother is a lot like me. Uh, we re relate on a lot of aspects. Um, sometimes it's a detriment because well, I'll hang out with my girl's brother. And my girl gets pissed off because we ignore her. <laughs> but no, nah, he's, he's definitely great to have. Definitely great role model to have. He's like an older brother to me. Um, hold on. Should you be in Sixers gear right now? The Flyers gear games in an hour, uh, games in at, yeah, sa same thing with the Sixers. Um, uh, to me, Flyers haven't played in a while. So I wanted to rock some Flyers gear. Sixers literally just played yesterday. So I'm going to show love to the Flyers. I don't know how that's, that's not common sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, really? Damn. Y'all trying to leave already? Damn. The, the, the shade, the absolute shade. Uh, where are we at? I want to get to some of these comments before I keep move on to what's going on in Philly sports. Uh, Danny, I'm in class right now. Uh, Kata, I'm, I'm sure that doesn't stop you though. <laughs> Intro to Christian tradition. Oh, that's forgot. You forgot you're in a you're in a Catholic uh, college there. What's going on right now? How you doing, man? How you doing? Uh, I, from my understanding, it's a little sprain. Uh, he should be all right, but you know, just keep it easy. He's just got to keep it easy. 
Load management. Y'all know what it is. Y'all already know what it is. Because we won eight straight. So crown their asses then. <laughs> I appreciate it, Danny. Uh, Old English Bulldog. Yes. Uh, th- I appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. Tank, Tank a.k.a. the Philly Sports Dog. <laughs> I pro- it's probably not a good name to name a Philly Sports Dog, right? But uh, we did tank. We're, we're, no- we're known for tanking here in Philadelphia. One of the best tank jobs. We still got a winner chip, though. Still got to win for chip, our chip. Uh, <laughs> such I feel you, man. I feel you. He gets annoying sometimes, though. He gets a little bit. He's going in on his paw right now. Let's... Look at that. He's going in on that bad boy. What's going on, TikTok? Oh, my God. Y'all really want to talk about EDP. That, I have nothing to do with that, man. That's, that's his problem. My girlfriend's older than me, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, get that dog in the Phil's bullpen. <laughs> oh, man, we'll get to the, we'll get to the Phillies bullpen in a second, but that's fine. Chase, man, you, this is this guy is the viewer of the night right here. <laughs> Step time, we gonna get to the draft too. Don't you dare worry. That's right. We are literally a week away till the Eagles mess up another pick. Who's excited? <laughs> Oh, man, it's going to be rough, dude. It's going to be rough. I'm going to just do a stream for the draft if you want to join. Um, I, I'm so time I would love to, but we I already have everything set up for the draft, man. I, I bro, you when it comes to when you, when it comes to Eagles coverage, you got to get your coverage ready by a month ahead of time. So I'm going to drop the information on Monday. I'm going to let you know what, what we have planned on Thursday, but it's going to be big. It's going to be big. Uh, is your YouTube name Spanish? Um, it is. Uh, it is. It's a term that is used in Latino America, only in Colombia. Parcero is a term we use in Colombia to refer to your homies. So I guess so. I will be at the Union match on Saturday. Um, I will be there with Catahat and the Philly sports guy. It'll be the TikTok takeover at Subaru Park. So definitely, definitely uh, make sure to stay tuned for myself, Kata, and the Philly sports guy. <laughs> Kata, nah. See, that's why. That see, Kata, that's why we need to go on live together. That's why, man. Simmons with the sickness. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know if to, to think about that. Um. Uh. Are you doing stream? Yes. This is all in Streamyard. This is all in Streamyard. So right now, uh, we are live on YouTube. We are on Twitter. We are on Twitch. And then I also have um, TikTok right here next to us. For our TikTok friends here. What's going on, uh, Fortnite King? Sixers fan, what's going on? Philly fan, what's going on? How are we doing out there? We had a comment about EDP 445. You guys really want to know my 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 thoughts on EDP 445, which is very... I don't know why you guys want to know my thoughts on that. Our content is like the complete opposite. <laughs> you need to cut those... Those what? Uh, I miss my pit bull. I had to leave him when I, oh, dude, that's rough. That is rough. I feel you, man. I I, I kind of want a pit bull to be honest with you. Uh, Slater to the giants, huh? You think so? If you guys pass on Michael Parsons, I'm, I'm going to be ecstatic. I think Michael Parsons is what you guys need to draft, but that's just me. Uh, but oh, really? Okay, it's good to know. They have a similar name in in port in Portuguese, Brazilian. As Tank is now up in Adams. What are you doing, Tank? 
Tank, don't start trouble now. Eesh. Um, what's this? If is your logo blocking the Streamyard logo? If it is, that's smart. Yeah, that's this is my logo right here. Um, I don't know if I can right there. Yeah, right there. That is my logo. I made that when I first started uh, to make content as El Parcero Philly in 2019. Uh, we need a little update. I, I mean, I like the concept. Obviously, I, my my inspiration was the the love statue in in Love Park, but uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I've evolved as a content creator. I'm not the same as I once was back then. It's still about the love, but it's more to it, man. It's more to it. Uh, who is EDP? I don't really want to say his name, but he was just like an Eagles fan who would just react to everything Eagles. Um, I know you guys loved him, but he he was just flat out inappropriate, and I don't really fuck with that type of stuff so um yeah yeah exactly as kata said we don't really he doesn't deserve our, our time uh we we need going my mock do you want to why do you want to mock draft from i'm a soccer guy what do you want to mock draft from me for i just love the eagles no pitbulls are scary the teeth out um i actually have an interesting story I'll, I'll i'll cut it short um when i when I, my life so the reason why I do content creation, my life changed when I did uh, door-to-door sales. I know there's a, a huge stigma towards door-to-door sales, but it flat out changed my life. And without doing door-to-door sales, um, it, it allowed me to grow as a person. And now I'm able to do, I'm able to stand in front of a ca- camera and talk Philly sports because of doing things like that. Um, one day I was knocking on the door in Northeast Philly. Um, there was a pit bull at the door. The pit bull literally broke the door busted out i'm running the dog catches my foot bites the crap out of my foot my foot is bleeding gushing blood i kicked the crap out i'm sorry don't call pete on me i had to save myself though but i kicked the crap out of this pit bull and to this day i still have this fear for pit bulls but i feel like i was meant for a pit bull i it's weird it's just like a weird part of me but i'm always i'm always about attacking your fears and i've had this fear of pit bulls and I think for me to take that another step in my life, I'm always trying to take that next step in my life. Take that next step in my life, I think I need a pit bull. That's just my that's just how my my crazy head works. But um yeah, man. It'll definitely it, it, it that's definitely crazy how uh let, let's get let's get to the go because we we're, we're we've been talking until we're 23 minutes. We still got other Philly sports to, to review here. So uh, yesterday the Phillies actually played as well, the third and final game of the series. We listen. We already lost the series. We lost the first two games uh, to Gabe Kapler's Giants, which flat out that to start off with, the fact that we lost the series to Gabe Kapler's Giants makes me want to rip this freaking man bun out and throw it out the freaking window. How do you lose to Gabe Kapler's Giants? And the thing is, is that this Giants team has a bunch of like former Annalise players that I feel like would always kill the Phillies or give us problems. Um, yesterday you had Don uh, Donovan Solano, former Colombiano. Um, you have uh, Jose Alvarez on the mound. Um, you have uh, Wilmer Flores, a former Met. Uh, Mets RSL. I'm sure you have things to say about Wilmer Flores. Darren Roth hits a a three run homer to get the lead for the Giants. Obviously, Gabe Kapler's there as well. It, it, it's just like a such a frustrating series. So last night the the Phillies win six to five, but. You get a bullpen collapse. Um, JoJo uh, Romero allowed the three-run home run. It's like with JoJo, you you either get one solid inning where he's just like lights out, right? And and then you get the JoJo Romero 
who has one bad pitch, but that one bad pitch leads to like a three-run homer. Mm, so frustrating. Luckily, the, the Phillies bats came alive. They they stepped up and they and they 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 uh they covered their the asses of the bullpen. Um, you, you get uh, Bryce Harper with a big solo homer in the eight, in the uh, bottom of the seventh. I'm sorry. Um, that ties up the game. Ninth inning. Um, with with uh, with Bryce Harper on second, Andrew Knapp on on plate with runners on first and second hits a single. Bryce Harper from second base runs it all the way in, and he gets himself the run that gets the Phillies the win. Andrew Knapp with the with this with the big play there, and the Phillies win six to five yesterday to avoid the sweep. That's good, right? You, you avoid the sweep, but still like. Losing to Gabe Kapler's Giants, like, I, and look, I'm going to give credit to Gabe Kapler. The Giants are 11 to seven. They were an okay team last season. They they had a chance to make the playoffs. Obviously, they have a winning record right now. But I, I, I think that for me, I don't like how Kapler handled things in Philadelphia. Like, if you lose 11 to nothing, I don't care like about the positives. And as optimistic as I am, you still have to hold people accountable. That's how businesses are run. Sports teams are ran. It's not about being negative. It's about holding your players accountable so they don't make the same mistakes. It was things like that that drove me insane with Gabe Kapler. And to be quite honest with you, with this 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 Giants team, it is pretty damn good. It's not it's not great, but it's a solid team. And I'm not surprised that the Giants are at 11 and seven currently right now because they have solid bats. So the the the, the pitching. Eh, I think they could do better, but there's some solid bats here and he's just doing, he's just managing his game. So definitely very frustrating. Um, Mickey Moniak, as I just saw Kata, uh, Kata just did, uh, he, 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 <laughs> he commented there, Mickey, Mickey gets his first home run, uh, of the, of, uh, of the season with the Phillies. I believe the first home run as a Philly, if I'm not mistaken as well, uh, three run shot. That was in the bottom of the second. That was great. Nick Matan as well looked great as well. Um, makes things really interesting right now. It's good to know that we have an, a backup shortstop right now. He went three for four last night. Um, playing shortstop, though, I do get a little weary. There was an instance, I think it was in the sixth inning, if I'm not mistaken, or the seventh inning, where um, the ball went to right to Mickey Moni or Mickey Moniak, Nick um, Matten. Right at shortstop, he has troubles with the ball, and it's it was an ugly release, and, and it was too far for Reese Hoskins. So I think he needs to clean it up at shortstop. But I've been thoroughly impressed by what he has done. Scott Kringer is back. Scott Kringer is back. <laughs> he was out there. He went over two. He played the night before. The, the, the I'm sorry, the day before. The day before the Phillies again, the bullpen imploded. There was a six run inning that they had in there. And it was just bad. Uh, Brand, I think Brandon Brandon Kinsler started in this game. Brandon Kinsler, he's solid. It's just that there's not enough power in that arm for Brandon Kinsler, and that's when he runs into situations. You know, if when you don't have power, it's going to catch up on you eventually. I mean, you kind of are seeing it with uh, Mister Mister Matt Moore. You know, he gives you one good inning, and then it's just like it was just it was just terrible, terrible. That play was he dropped back instead of forward. What, what player are you referring to? Are you wait? What, what player are you referring to? Uh, back drop back and forward. Interesting. Uh, 
I bet you two are okay. That's rough, dude. That is rough. Best team in the MLB are Red Sox and Ro Royals are back. That's crazy. First major league homer. That's great for Mickey Moniak. Hey, the Mickey Moniak train continues. I'm still going to need your dog being our closer. <laughs> and it was a Daenerys get out there a lot yesterday. It was out there. He had two Ks. That wasn't terrible. He had listen, Aaron's only had one blunder this season. And can't I can't fault him too much to say the least there, guys. Uh uh, that's I mean, that's still a pretty good dog, man. <laughs> dogs. I'm not kicking dogs, trust me. Uh the Eagles have an open QB competition. Oh man, shake my head. Can we just I'll get to that in a second, Jazza? Uh Wait, what is it? Okay. Oh, right. Um, that's right. This is correct right here as well. This is definitely correct there as well. Um, with the union real quick, I just want to touch upon that. Um, so not much going on. Obviously, we're waiting for our Saturday match against um, what's it called? Uh, Inter-Miami. Uh, there's been a couple things that have come about with the Philadelphia. What was the first thing? Okay, so a couple days ago, three days ago, on Monday, Tuesday, sorry, uh, Jim Kirchin held a press conference, and one of the questions was asked why Jim hasn't been going to the bench as much, or at least in that first game. Um, he doesn't really trust the bench right now. So right now this bench is miss was was missing two critical pieces, Sergio Santos, Casper um, Shabilko. I'm not sorry, not Casper Shabilko. Sergio Santos, El Sino, Corey Burke, and Jack DeVries was supposed to have a good role, big role this season, but he hasn't been able to play yet, and he's a young guy too. So those four guys have been missing off the bench. So your bench has been consisting of young kids like Jack McGlynn, Quinn Sullivan, Nathan Harrell, Paxson Aronson, um, and, and Jim just doesn't trust these young kids yet. Even though this, this whole youth system has been predicated on being really good, Jim is easing into bringing these kids in. Um, that's been definitely an issue for sure. But we'll see what happens this upcoming Sunday. I believe Elsino and Corey Burke are cleared to play. So that is definitely good news to hear. Um, the latest, though, ladies and gentlemen, um, with the Philadelphia Union has been um, the Union have been linked to a Hungarian player. Um, I'm going to look it up here. His name is Daniel Gazdag. Um, he is, let me grab his whole transfer markets information. So he's 25 years old. He's like, I mentioned, he is Hungarian. Um, it says here on transfer market that he's listed as an attacking midfielder, but from what it, but from looking at it kind of seems like he's more of a, he, he's like an Anthony Fontana. He's a creative type of guy, scores goals. Um, he, he on here, he, it says he plays central mid. He could play the central attacking midfielder position, the 10. Um, he, it says here he's played as a forward as well. Um, in his career, he has 18 goals. He's had 27 appearances, um, with this Hungarian club. So it looks like he was a late bloomer, but he's been coming on, coming off big. Um, right now he is playing in the top flight of, of Hungarian Soccer. He does play for uh, the Hungarian national team. Looks like he debuted two seasons ago. Um, I mean, he's valued at one million dollars. So one point one million dollars. So if you know anything about MLS, if they're rated, if they're if they are valued at one million, that means they're probably a solid player for the MLS. So keep you posted with that. I'll, I'll mention it on TikTok as well. But 
Um, the union making some moves that that's been one of the issues that the, we, when it comes to the union, we've been saying Corey Burke is great, but he's not a killer. Um, we always wanted that killing, that killer guy. The guy's going to score a goal at will when the union need one. We don't really have that guy yet. So I'll keep you up to date, but Daniel Gazdag is the latest rumor to the Philadelphia union. And, uh, we'll see, it'll be a nice addition. Uh, so far, Ernst has been has been killing it with his with his uh, transfers. The only ones that are really haven't panned out has been like Andrew Vooten, who was a striker who has an American uh, American uh, residency or citizenship. He was born in America, uh, but he's German. He came here. I actually I actually think like back eight years ago, Andrew Vooten had calls for the U.S. men's national team. He played here, did, didn't do crap. I think he had like two goals in two seasons. He was terrible, and we paid like five hundred, eight hundred thousand for him. Um, and then there was Matić Ortovic right now, who is being loaned out. I believe he's on Union Two. That wasn't really clear, but that opened up an international spot. Unfortunately, Jose Brujo Martinez took his position and ran away with it, and he hasn't really been able to show what he has. So, uh, all faith goes to Ernst Tanner for sure. Uh, let's see what you guys say here. I need to see Pax play. Yeah, we all need to see Pax play. Um, I'm my my guess is Jim is saving Pax and Aronson for the right moment. That's just what I think. Um, it just doesn't make sense that he hasn't really played him at all this season. And he's played Jack, he's played Quinn. Um, he hasn't played Nate yet. And yeah, so it is definitely weird. Uh sacking on Mike Scott. <laughs> Pero David, ¿por qué quieres sacar a Mike Scott? ¿Qué va a pasar cuando vamos a jugar los Nets y necesitas la defensa? Y Mike Scott sabe jugar la defensa muy bien. ¿Qué vas a hacer ahí? Uh, you guys, I don't know why you guys like want to trash Mike. Mike's listen, I'm telling you guys, Mike's guy's gonna have a critical role come Brooklyn time. I'm telling you, I am telling you. Um, the one that dropped between Moniac and Matt. Okay, I got you. I got you. I was referring to the one where where Matt and the ball was a grounder, went right to, to Matt and at shortstop, and he kind of bobbled it and he like awkwardly didn't have a good throw on it and it went wide to Reese Hoskins, man. For sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, we got uh we got the Flyers tonight. Uh, we have a seven o'clock puck drop in Madison Square Garden, facing off against the Rangers. Um, and no, I'm not looking forward to it. Um, we've had three days off with the Flyers. We haven't seen the Flyers play since Sunday, so it's been a while since we've seen the Flyers. Flyers were on, on a back to back as well. Last time we did see them, I know you guys forgot about the Flyers. Uh, but last time we did see the Flyers, they did lose to. NYS Central's New York Islanders, one nothing loss in overtime. Nick Letty took advantage of uh, Travis Sanheim's stick. So tonight you got the Rangers. And look, I, I mean, this the fact that we've lost this many times to the Rangers, man, it's embarrassing. So you got tonight. I think we're back tomorrow, back-to-back with the Rangers here. Um, I don't know what to expect with the Flyers tonight. I, I really don't know what to tell you guys. Um, I think Carter's going to start if he is fine. I didn't get any word on who. We can actually probably could check the uh, the lines, the starting lines for the Flyers. I always like checking those out. Um, I think Carter Hart's fine. If I heard that correctly, he I mean he had a couple days off. I mean, what since like Saturday till now, he's had a couple days off. Um, let me see here. It looks like we are updated. We are updated. So uh, your first line gets a little bit of a change up. Uh, Vigneault is going to go with Giroux, Couturier, and Jakub Voracek as your top line. So 
the the three vets, the three uh, the long tenured flyers are going to be playing together. Your second line, you got Joel Farabee, Kevin Hayes, and Wade Allison. I'm I really I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by that line. That that line definitely intrigues me a lot. Your third line, you got JVR, Lots, and TK. Fourth line, you got Oscar Lindblom, Nolan Patrick, and Nicholas Ube Kubel. Your defensive pairings, we got Ivan Provorov, Justin Braun, uh, Travis Sandheim with Robert Haig. You got Ghost with Myers. And then starting in goal, uh, of course, we got to get through the power play units. Ty, come here. Dude, I'm not going to go over Ty. Oh, my God. Uh, no, Tanner. What happened to Tanner, Tanner Lazinski? So Carter Hart will get the start in goal tonight for the Philadelphia Flyers over Brian Elliott, and we shall see what he can do right here. Hold on one second, guys. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Uh, Anthony uh, Tolliver bloqueó a Giannis. Eso es defensa. Pero hace cuándo hizo eso? <laughs> cuando fue? Hace como 10 años cuando Yanes era un primer año? Come on. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what to expect tonight with the Flyers. And I'm sure uh, Jazz is going to get like five goals on us, two assists. So I don't really know what to expect too much from the Philadelphia Flyers tonight. But uh, that'll be on. I'll be switching back and forth as I'm cooking. Uh, I'll be cooking after this. Um, we'll be checking in on both those games for sure here. But, guys, it is time right now on what is on the mind of El Parcero Philly. What is on the mind of El Parcero Philly, you ask? <sighs> this is what's on my mind. So, yesterday, we all know that uh, the Eagles did their pre-draft presser. Um, usually, these it's, it's, it's a little in different settings. But I will say the camera quality was a lot better this time than it has usually been. I don't think they used Skype this time or used any webcam videos. But... There was a lot of a lot of thoughts on uh, Seriani and the way he carries himself and the way he is. Like, <laughs> okay, I understand. What, it is. It was funny. The rock paper scissors stuff was funny, um, but you guys have really been killing him to say the, to say the least. Um, the, some of the comments I've been, I've been hearing, uh, just because of his positive and upbeat attitude, you guys are already writing him off. And to be honest with you, Seriani reminds me a lot of myself. You know, a lot of people like to count us out. A lot of people don't understand the way we are, but we are ourselves. We're unapologetic about being ourselves. And when you're in that type of role, that's how you have to be. You have to be true to yourself. You can't change for anyone. What I will, what I do wonder is when the Eagles start losing and you see the Eagles lose to like, let's say the Dallas Cowboys, you know, you, you, you lose a couple of division games. How is your demeanor? How is your attitude going to look then? Um, so my question is for you guys, like, are you guys really writing off Sariani? Like, do you guys really believe Sariani cannot succeed here in the NFL? I think he did say a lot of good things yesterday. I mean, the rock, paper, scissors stuff was obviously funny, but like, what are you supposed to do in a COVID world? Like these guys have to do Zoom interviews. I heard they did fly out a, a, a couple other prospects. Um, but in a world where you can't really have that close interaction where you used to have it, like what are you supposed to do? I mean, 
I mean, personally, I can tell how, what type of person you are just by conversating with them. Like, I don't need to play a game to find out your competitive edge. Like, you, I, I like, pe- like you could tell when someone's competitive. Like, they, you can hear it in their voice. You can hear it in their word choice. I don't think a rock paper scissors shoot game um, is what you need to do. But it, it really comes down to what the players think and whether the, whether or not they do respect that. The guy knows what he's talking about. He's played football. He's he actually played at a college powerhouse. Uh, Mount Union is a it was a powerhouse when I was growing up. At least I remember watching those Division three championship games and, and watching Mount Union in them. But um, he's played the sport. He's coached it throughout this league for over a decade now. He Frank Reich truly trusts him. He knows how to carry himself. Is a little is it a little bit overboard? Yeah, but at the end of the day, what matters is whether or not the coaching or I'm sorry, the the Eagles locker room actually responds to it. So I want to get back to this by Jazib, who had this comment here. The Eagles have open competition. Oh man, SMH. Can we just say Jalen Hurts is QB one and build the team around him? Can we just give him one full season to see how it is? Um, I don't understand this logic by you guys at all. Um, it's funny because you people were literally freaking out because Carson Wentz didn't want to compete. That's why you guys wanted him out. That's why, that's why you guys were upset in the press conference when he felt like the team wasn't his anymore. But now you guys want to turn around and say that you don't want a QB competition now? Like, make it make sense to me, guys. Like, I don't understand this type of logic, and this is why we always get clowned by national media and national fan bases. Because we're so wishy-washy. We're okay with Carson Wentz not wanting competition, but we don't want Jalen Hurts to go through competition. And and I'm sorry, but what did Jalen Hurts do last year to demand a starting job? Honestly. Because I'll tell you what, in those four games, what I saw from it, I saw that Jalen has the possibility of being a guy who can start in this league. Not that he can be a franchise quarterback, not that he is my franchise quarterback, but he has the possibility to be a starting quarterback in this league. So what the Eagles need to do, need to do, and I think they kind of are doing it in a, in a sense, is putting the best possible team around Jalen Hurts. I, and by that, I mean the best possible 53 and especially the best possible 10 players around him in the offense. I mean, we guess we could say 15 with, with depth pieces and whatnot. Um, the best possible coaching around him, guys who are willing to, to work with him, be patient with him, and develop him. And I think that the Eagles right now, when you look at this team, uh, with the when it comes to the roster and the offense, it's not it's incomplete. The draft, and I've told you guys plenty of time, the draft is going to be very crucial for this Philadelphia Eagles team. But I really do like the offensive line and the way that it is set up. I'm not a big fan of Isaac Sumalo, but I think that if you have Dillard Sumalo, Kelsey Brooks, and Lane Johnson, sign me the F up for that offensive line. And I will dare to say that line, if it stays healthy and plays the way we all know it, it can play. It is the best offensive line in the NFC East, and y'all can prove me wrong if you would like, but that's just where I stand on it. I think they still need to find um, a one more offensive piece. Um, I think that Sirianni is going to do his best by working Rager and, and, and Travis Fulgham, trying to develop them and be, and allow them to be the best receivers that they can be. I think Dallas Goddard is a very serviceable tight end in this league. I don't think Zach Ertz is going to be here. I think Zach Ertz is going to be a draft day pick. So I don't I don't understand that logic when it comes to our birds. I really don't. I really don't. But yesterday, I mean, Seriani is clear. He's he's very intelligent. Um, I, I'm a I'm already a fan. I, I'm I'm already a fan of his. And the thing is, is that 
look, he is – the Eagles, quite honestly, have never really failed at finding a coach under Jeffrey Lurie. Other than Ray Rhodes, I would say that they haven't done a terrible job at finding coaches. I mean, Andy Reid from 99 to 2012, it's a pretty long t- damn tenure, if you're asking me, right? Um, Chip Kelly, you could say what you want about Chip Kelly. It, he, it, was, he, it ended really bad, but the fact of the matter is Chip Kelly had two winning seasons in the NFL. That's, that's really hard to do, okay? And, it, and just because it flamed out – the, the the next season doesn't mean that you take away those two winning seasons. And he also did get six wins in his last year. So, uh, yeah, well, yeah, there's there's Chip Kelly. Next guy, Doug Peterson, wins you the whole chip, the first Super Bowl in Eagles history. So, no, I'm not ready to write off, write off Nick Sirianni. But I will allow you guys to tell me if you are ready to write off Nick Sirianni. So, it is that time. I'm not going to take too many people today. We're going to take up the first five. I'm allowing on. You get five minutes, comment, question, whatever you have, and then we're going to move on. But the fact of the matter is, Nick Sariani yesterday, um, I, 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 I just – I love it. And the fact is is that in the first two press conferences, he showed that personality. And you know there's someone there with him telling him that, look, Nick, they're saying this about you in the media. You might want to tone it down. And instead, you know what he does? Why would I tone it down? This is who I am. Why would I change – who I am. And I know a lot of you old school heads out there don't understand anything about optimism and having a positive light on life. But these are things successful people do. Why would you be miserable out here? Life is a, is a freaking gift. <laughs> I can't believe y'all don't even realize that. So I'm I'm ex- I'm excited, and the whole conversation about the X receiver was great as well. You know him talking about Ty Hill, T Y Hill, in um, Dwayne Bow. Uh, I forget about the other guy he mentioned, but the different type of X receivers, and we've always been accustomed to having you know that X receiver to be like Julio Jones type of build. But no, there's different types of X receivers, and I love that he said that because he's not married to one type of style of play. He's all about adjusting and hearing him talk about, you know, in the NFL, you need to learn how to adjust and adapt on the fly. And that is so true. That's why Chip Kelly flamed out of here. That is why Doug Peterson flamed out of here. Now we're going to see if Nick Sirianni does listen to his own words of advice and he doesn't flame out of here. But I'm excited for this team. Um, I, I mean, Jonathan Gannon, I, I, I'm loving what I'm hearing from him as well. I think he's going to be a solid defensive coordinator. Uh, it, it's it's going to be great. It, it def, definitely is, is going to, to be great there for sure. How he brought up the the, the lead staff. Uh, what's his name? Abel, Nick Abel, or I forget his name. Let's actually look it up. Tank. 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 Stop it. Freaking tank, guys. Freaking tank. Uh, let me look let me look this up. All right. So we got
Andy Weidel. That's what I, I was blanking on it. But he brought out Andy Weidel yesterday. And we all know why how he brought out Andy Weidel. There, the whole uh, Jeff McClain athletic report, the article stating that he, that, that he doesn't follow, that how he doesn't usually follow his draft board, doesn't listen to, to his scouts. <laughs> and then, so Howie, see, the the, uh, the the man that Howie is, so he decides. All right, I'm gonna bring out, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring out Andy. You, no problem, Andy. Andy will talk. Andy, tell tell him how it is. And in the first question, right in the first question, he takes it and gives it right to to Andy. So it was, it was definitely hilarious. But um, no, I mean, it, it, when it comes to this team. I like Seriani. I'm not mad at the the roster. I think it needs to be improved. But the, in order for it need to, for, in order for it to improve, we need Howie to do his thing and to be able to pick the players that can help impact this team from day freaking one. All right, let's start going to to, this, to these lines here. Let's bring on some guests here. Uh, first up, let's bring on Danny Manson. Danny Manson, welcome to Oi in Philly Sports. How you doing today, man? Good. Good, man. What you got for me today? I just want these the Flyers to win and the 76ers to win because it will just be good. Because the Flyers are trying to make the playoffs. Oh, you think? Mm-hmm. What makes you think that? Nothing really, but... What? Um, If we win, it's going to be good because we just need to get in the playoffs. I hear you, man. I hear you. You don't think by uh, bringing in some of these young kids, they're they're telling us that they they are ready for next season? Like, why why do you think they brought up Wade Allison? Because it's gonna make them better. Oh, you think? You think he's that good? I love your optimism, Danny. <laughs> it's, it's definitely great here. So, uh, so you you really you think that we're gonna beat the uh, the Rangers and the Bucks? It's a tough test here tonight. We're playing two good teams in our Philly sports here. Yeah. Awesome stuff. You got predictions? Mm, I think maybe the 76 will win maybe like by seven. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my understanding, I think uh, – let me see if this, this injury report is out now. But I, my understanding is that Ben Simmons will still be out tonight um, with his quote-unquote uh, sickness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, let's see here. He's good. Uh, Isn't Tobias back? Um, I don't think I'm trying to look for the injury report, which it doesn't look like there is one. Uh, here's no, it's not it. Cause uh, is it Seth Curry hurt? So yeah, he's been back and forth as well. I kind of feel like they're just playing it safe with these guys. I mean, you've seen players drop like flies. I mean, Ferky got hurt yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. we've seen Jamal Murray get hurt for the se- he's out for the season. You saw Donovan Mitchell mm-hmm. sprain his ankle. Mm-hmm. So if you're a coach right now, you're on edge just hoping these players don't get hurt because you do need them. Because now, like, James Harden is hurt too. He's yeah, that's hurt. a little more concerning, man. I don't mm-hmm. know how they're gonna. I don't know how they're gonna be in come playoff time. These guys have have. I think they played like not not even. They haven't even played ten games together, and these guys mm-hmm. are supposed to go all the way to the finals. I don't know. Mm-hmm. A lot of injuries going on there as well. Um, I guess is it? I mean, it's twenty minutes. Before. Okay, so uh, it, sa- it says here, Seth Curry, Toby, Ben are all probable. 
while Giannis is questionable with a leg injury. So it looks like these are all going to be game time decisions. So we got 20 minutes. I'm sure in the 20 minutes we'll we'll be finding out before the game goes in hand. But um, I'm, I'll be I'll be honest with you. I love your optimism. I really do uh, with both teams. I really don't see it with either. Um, but the Sixers, it, it's just tough because you, they've listen. They've played tonight. You're playing the Bucks. Yesterday you just played the Suns. Monday you played the Warriors. Uh, was this uh, Saturday? Last Wednesday we played the Nets. Why am I blanking on who else we played? Um, I but think you, then the Clippers we played on Friday. Then- Mm-hmm. You said there's a lot of tough games in in, in a week stretch, so I, I don't I mean I don't see winning in Milwaukee either. That's that's another tough place, but uh, definitely love the optimism and uh, for the Flyers playing in Madison Square Garden. I just I, I don't I don't have no faith, man. I haven't seen one game where they played complete a complete game. I haven't seen one complete game by the Flyers this season. Um, I, 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 the defense has been lackluster at best. They, they have yet to figure it out. And, and Vigneault keeps, keeps testing these different types of lines, but just, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not feeling it, man. Um, I do think they can cata, but it's just like ridiculous right now. It, it would, it would take like a miracle type of like uh late season resurgence for them to actually make the playoffs there. Mm-hmm. Like, Let me see if I can pull up these standings. I know that um, the Rangers have been catching up on the Bruins. So the Capitals are leading with their uh, 62 points. They're tied with the mm-hmm. Islanders. The Penguins are in third with 61. Bruins with 58 and fourth. The Rangers in fifth with 52. And then we have 47. So it's nine points that you have to make up. And I believe they have played 45 games. So nine points in eight games. Yeah, I don't see it happening, man. You have to go like unbeaten. Ben Simmons has to work on his three throws and stuff like that. Wow, one thing that we can agree on. I I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. That's the one. That is the one area where I'm only concerned about with Ben Simmons. I don't need the shooting. I don't need the fadeaway. I just need the free throw percentage to go up. Because. When we were like the third quarter was ending, they put time back to shoot. What? You watch game? Shoot. Okay. That, that pops. Yeah, it's my dad's. Um, nice. nice. So it's just like my, when we were ending the third quarter, they added time back. Like, because I think like Mike Scott or George Hill were shooting their free throws or one of those players right and they like missed on both because mm. like it's just tough sometimes for them yeah i i hear you man i definitely do hear you oh man it, it should be it should be an interesting night no phillies it's it's back to w- just winter sports sixers and flyers tonight it should be a lot of fun where are you watching tonight you, you watching your little man cave there mm-hmm. nice. i don't have a tv in my room so i had to go Gotcha. Nice. Very nice. That should be a lot of fun. Well, I hope you uh, you're watching with your dad. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I hope you and your dad enjoy the game tonight. And I hope you're right. I hope we do get a a, a Philly sports sweep. I'll, when I when it, if we win, if we win, I will dedicate the TikToks to you, my man, tonight. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Danny. We're gonna get some uh, <laughs> we're get some more people on here, but let's go Sixers. Let's go Flyers. And I do mm-hmm. appreciate you coming on coming on, man. Okay. You have a great night. All right. Okay. See you, Danny. 
Good stuff by Danny. Good stuff. I love his optimism. Listen, I love the optimism, but I've learned as a Philly sports fan, you got to be real sometimes too. But I do appreciate that by Danny. Good stuff by him. All right, let's bring on Mike. It's no time. What's going on, Mike? Welcome to Oi and Philly Sports. How you doing, man? What's up? What's up, man? So every time you come on here, I must say, you have immaculate lighting, my dude. You you have, I don't know if you're in front of a window, but the sun just gives you that perfect lighting, dude. It looks, you don't even need a ring light. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to talk about today? Uh, just basically, how do you see the Eagles going into the draft? Oh, that's what we all want to know, man, right? Um, uh, so I said it today in, in TikTok Live. I believe that for Eagles fans, we need to all get together and just pray. We need to pray that the Falcons pass up on Kyle Pitts. My plan is if we get that quarterback run at the top of the draft, things will go smoothly for us. I could see, oh, we just no, we just lost snow time there. Oh, man. I'm sure he'll come back on. I'll let him back on when he comes back. But I'll, I'll talk to you guys here about this. So if the Falcons take a quarterback at four, whatever quarterback is left between the three, this is crazy. I don't I don't think have we ever had the top four picks quarterbacks. I don't think we've ever done that. You guys can look that up and, and, and correct me, but I don't think we've ever had that. That's crazy to think about. But we need those four top four picks to be quarterbacks. And then at pick number five, I think that, the, the the Bengals have to be really smart about this. They have never had a franchise quarterback like a Joe Burrow. Take care of him, okay? Take care of Joe Burrow. So I believe that they need to do everything possible to protect him. So that's why I believe that they need to go with Penny Sewell over who he probably wants in Jamar Chase. That is definitely the smarter pick to do. So I'm, I think they should go Penny Sewell. At six, uh, for the Dolphins, it's it's that's a nice pick to have now, right? You, you either get – I know Eagles fans wish they had six still, right? You either have Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase sitting there for it. I think that the Dolphins are going to take Kyle Pitts at six. I think it would be the smart move to do. At seven, um, I think it's going to be a surprise. A lot of people believe that the Lions are going to go with uh, with a receiver. A lot of people believe that Jalen Waddle will be the guy there at seven for the Lions. But something tells me about Dan Campbell – He's this is his first pick as a head coach of the Detroit Lions. Something tells me he's not looking to go wide receiver. He wants to he he likes to build a team from with inside the defensive line, the offensive line. This isn't a deep class for D line. So I would I'm saying there's the first surprise. I see Rashawn Slater going number seven to the Detroit Lions. That is my first surprise there. Then you move to number eight. Why not Jamar Chase? Perfect place right there. Giving Sam Darnold his first big weapon. Uh, to team up back with Robbie Anderson, you got Robbie Anderson, Jamar Chase. Ooh, that's some. That's that is a good one-two punch there for sure. Uh, number nine with the Denver Broncos. It's interesting too. Uh, I want to say, uh, what's his face? Mac Jones is going to go there. They obviously could use a quarterback, right? I don't think they're Logan. Probably could Logan. You could probably tell me better, but I think that they are going to think uh, quarterback um, at pick number nine. But uh, I'm going to go Mac Jones there. And then it gets interesting at number pick number ten. Um, you, you, I, I don't see how the Dallas passes up on Patrick Sertain. I really don't. I don't know how they pass up on Sertain. He's the best cornerback in this draft. They need a cor- they need cornerback. They need defensive help. 
Um, I don't see them going. Michael Parsons, you know, they have Van Der Esch there. They need and Jalen Smith. They need more outside linebacker help and defensive line depth. Um, so I, I, I think they're going to go certain, and I'm going to be so worried about us. Um, yeah, I, I guess I am. I guess I am giving you a mock draft. I'm only going to give you to 12, though. Uh, I think 11, Michael Parsons, and then I pick 12. I think we're going to go J.C. Horn. I would love to go J.C. Horn if my if Patrick Sertain isn't there. But both of them are pretty damn good as he's back here. What's up, Mike? Welcome back, man. No worries. No worries about the Wi-Fi, brother. No worries, yeah. man. So, yeah, I think that uh, – I think the Eagles uh, I, at 12, I think I want to get uh, J.C. Horn. I think that's who I'm liking. Uh, he's an aggressive corner. I think his the way he plays fits Philadelphia. He's not scared of anything. He's gonna fit right right in at, with this city. He's got pedigree. Both. I mean, I don't think honestly, people love Sertain because he was a higher high school pro, uh, prospect. He played with, under Nick Saban. You know, it's Alabama's like defensive back. You right, but Horn is not a bad option. It really is not. He's also got uh, NFL pedigree with Joe Horn being his dad, and he's he's pretty aggressive, pretty solid, man. Yeah, I was thinking there because I was watching Kata and he was like, they should take a wide receiver. They don't need like any position for a wide receiver. Yeah, the problem with me at wide receiver is I'm not sold on Waddle or Devonta Smith. I don't think Jamar Chase is going to fall that deep either. Um, I I just I don't I'm not in love with the both of them. Uh, Jalen, it's just like something about him. It just I don't I'm not really feeling. I don't think I, I just think that it's a little too high. I think he's a late first round pick. And I think just because of his stock playing for Alabama and that high flying offense, that's why his stock's so high. And Devontae Smith, man. Um, with Devontae, uh, the body size worries me. And he clocked in at 166 or clocked in. He weighed in at 166 the other day. That is scary, man. He so since the season ended, my man put on one pound, one stinking pound. And I know he wants to tell us to watch the tape. You know, the tape is great. You know, he was balling out against all these good teams, right? National championship, he was balling out. But then he left because he got hurt because he had one big hit. So I'm, I'm not really feeling too comfortable about um, Mr. Devonta Smith. What was that? Uh, I honestly have no clue, but I still think Mac will go earlier. Maybe the Niners feel like he's a, a Shanahan QB. I think that the Niners should go Justin Fields, if I'm being honest with you. Um, I think that Justin is the second best quarterback in this draft. I don't know why you guys are sipping on that Zach Wilson Kool-Aid, but I, I like Justin Fields better. Man's got better pedigree than than, uh, than Zach Wilson. So I give me Fields over over Wilson all day. But I know the Jets are gonna go Field or Wilson. I know they're gonna do that. And it is what it is, but I think that's that's what they should do, um, to say the least. Uh, we got a couple minutes uh to kick off to kick off here. Uh, to kick off to tip off and puck drop here with the Flyers and the Sixers. Um, guys, we're we're gonna cut this episode a little short here tonight. Uh, it's it's only like half an hour. We 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 only go like hour hour and a half to two hours long here. So, um, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we'll be recapping the Sixers and the and the Flyers games. Uh, we're looking at the series. The Sixers or sorry, the Phillies are gonna start with the Colorado Rockies tomorrow. We don't have any announce. We don't have any starters announced for tomorrow's game either. But, um, Phillies should be fun. Tomorrow, get. Uh, I want to see those bats keep flying again. Get some more wins, please. Nine and nine is not going to cut it. I don't want to be five hundred. I want to be better than five hundred. Uh, we are a week away to the NFL draft. I'm gonna. Uh, don't worry. Stay tuned for my announcement 
uh, for draft night. It's going to be a lot of freaking fun. I'm telling you. Um, stay tuned for Saturday as well. My Selkata hat. And uh, I will make my rant on <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. I think Pats will trade up to acquire Mac Jones. That could be very true. I just don't see Bill. Tra- he never trades up. So why would he start now? I just don't see it. Um, yeah, so tomorrow, uh, Saturday, yeah, we'll, we're, I'll be down at the Sioux talking all things uni with Kata Hat and the Philly sports guy. And, yeah, uh, the, the Eagles, yeah, please please make the right decision next Thursday, guys. Please make the right decision. Uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. If you've coming on from YouTube, uh, Twitter, Twitch, or TikTok, thank you so much. Truly means the world to me. Um, uh, <laughs> Stan, I, I'm not – I'm not going to disagree with you there, Stan. I think that we're going to come out the east there. Um, so yeah, so thank you so much, guys. If you if you def if you have been listening on, on any of those platforms, please make sure to to subscribe to El Parcero Philly's YouTube channel. Truly would mean the world to me. And a quick reminder that if you guys want to re-listen to this or re-listen to any of the other episodes of Oi and Philly Sports, they are all on wherever you stream podcasts. So from Apple, Google, Spotify, we have all those podcasts there, uh, all those episodes there for you to re-listen. Uh, at your at your early convenience and make sure to subscribe there as well and leave a little rating that would mean the, the world to me as well ladies and gentlemen i go by the name of el parcero philly and i'm telling you guys to enjoy the rest of your night let's go sixers and let's go flyers yeah buddy